If you'd like to stand with me, I'll be reading from the Word. We're in Matthew chapter 6. We're going to read 5 through 15 again. I'm reading from the New American Standard, and then we'll pray. And when you pray, you are not to be as the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners in order to be seen by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you pray, go into your inner room, and when you shut your door, pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. And when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do, for they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then in this way, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men for their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. Let's pray. Father, it is wonderful to meditate upon the instructions of our Lord on how we should pray and what manner we should pray, what our priorities should be, Father. What are the beautiful things we can consider with you that we can look at and thank you for and ask you for and what is your care for your church? Father, I pray that as Tom speaks this morning, as we spend time in prayer, you would bring glory to your own name, Father. Do the things that you care about most in our lives in your church. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to pray again. Father, uh, I submit this time to you. We as a body, Lord, submit this time to you. And we, we ask that you would have your way with us this morning. <laughs> and that you would be delighted with what transpires over this next uh, next bit of time. We ask it in Jesus' precious name. Amen. I'm going to quickly uh, show and read a few excerpts from Matthew 6. And then I want you to tell me what they all have in common. And because I'm such a control freak, I'm going to provide some very helpful highlighting. Matthew 6, verse 1, Beware of practicing your righteousness. Again, what we're looking for is what each of these has in common. Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. But you, when you pray, go into your inner room, close your door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do. For they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. So do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. You implied, pray then in this way, Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be Your name. Your kingdom come, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Verse 14, If you forgive others for their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. 
Verse 26, look at the birds of the air that they do not sow nor reap nor gather into barns and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? Verse 31, do not worry then saying what will we eat or what will we we drink or what will we wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things. But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So what do all these passages have in common? You, plural, and your Father in heaven. You and your Father in heaven. Beloved, here is the heart of prayer. Prayer is us talking to our Heavenly Father because He is our Heavenly Father. There is no greater privilege granted to human beings than to draw near with confidence to the throne of our Father's grace. To come into our Father's presence in full assurance that belongs to us because our trust is in Him. Jeremiah 17.7 says, Blessed is he who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. Jesus says to us, then pray in this way. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. We begin every prayer, beloved, acknowledging the glories of the one with whom we have to do. We come to Him and we say to Him with our own lips that He is the Holy High King of Heaven. That He is the only Sovereign God over all that He has created. We come to Him to thank Him and praise Him and adore Him with hearts full of gratitude because we who believe in His Son are now His own treasured possession. He is our God and we are His people. But more than that, He is our Father. And we are His children. We come to Him and we talk to Him because He saved us for Himself. Pray then in this way, Your kingdom come, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We come to our Father to declare to Him, to say to Him that we we joyfully seek His kingdom and His righteousness above all else. We declare to our Father with our own lips that we love His assignment for us because we love Him. We embrace our high calling to live as agents and ambassadors of our Father whom He promises to use to advance His eternal kingdom on earth according to His power, not according to ours. So we know He plans to use us and He's able and He will. And so we come to Him and we talk to Him and we agree with Him. Pray then in this way. Give us this day our daily bread. We lay our request before God for every needed provision every single day, declaring to Him with our own lips 
that He alone is the source of all well-being, both now and in eternity. And He promises us as His children that we will lack no good thing. He's our perfect Father. And as we ask, we acknowledge that every earthly thing that He puts into our hands must be treated as an instrument for the advancement of His kingdom. And that completely changes the grid for our requests. It revolutionizes the way we pray because the things that we pray for in the here and now, we pray in order that eternity might be served through us. Pray then in this way, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. We come to our Father and we ask that He now forgive us day by day when we violate His holy character. We ask Him to forgive us not so that He may overcome yet again the infinite debt that His beloved Son already overcame when He died in our place at the cross. We ask Him to forgive us so that our daily walk as His children, His redeemed, will be a walk of blessed fellowship and communion and not estrangement because we've turned our back on our Father by the things that we do. Pray then in this way. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We come to the throne room of our Heavenly Father to talk to the One whose own beloved Son already stood toe-to-toe with Satan himself and resisted the most profound temptation that any man has ever faced. The One whose death and resurrection accomplished A perfect, complete, and decisive victory over all evil for all time. So we ask and we trust Him to be our protector during our days here under the curse as we live to further His kingdom and His will on earth. Beloved, that is our Lord's template for our prayers. When His disciples said to Him, Lord, teach us to pray, you know what He did? He taught them to pray. And He taught us to pray. This is not a liturgy. This is not a script. This is a beautiful, divinely ordained pattern for our prayers. These are God's priorities for our prayers. Beloved, these are God's prayer requests for us to submit to Him. Every time that you or I or we together come aside to talk to the God of the universe, we should hear Him saying to us with a broad smile on His face, you've come to the right person. You've come to your Heavenly Father. Now stay a while. So let's do that. We've got about 35 minutes. We're going to try to end at 12.05. I will come up and close us somewhere right around then. I pray that we will spend the rest of our time this morning with men coming forward to either of these four podiums to pray in keeping with this beautiful pattern and these marvelous priorities that Jesus gave to us to guide 
our prayers. So let's do that. Our Father, we know the angels are continually proclaiming holy, holy, holy is your name. And we echo that this morning. We proclaim that you are holy, holy, holy. Praise you because you're the kind of God you are. You're merciful, loving, compassionate, but you're also full of justice. We thank you for that. From the rising of a trillion suns throughout your universe to the places they all go down, we ask that your name would be proclaimed and only yours. Certainly we ask that you would keep us from the evil one. Protect us. Put your hedge about us, Lord, and give us the strength to withstanding. Your scriptures say to flee him and he'll flee. To resist him, he'll flee from us. And we ask you to teach us how to do that, how to resist him properly. We know that your kingdom, when it comes, Lord, is certainly the thing we want most of all because as your servants, everything else we ask for in this life will be fixed, will be corrected, will be completed when your kingdom is here and your name and the knowledge of you fills the earth as the waters cover the sea. We can't imagine a time like that. We've never lived in one, but we certainly anticipate it. In your name, Lord Jesus, we pray these things. Amen. I think uh, it's in Hosea or someplace. It says, uh, my people die for lack of vision. And uh, and uh, I was just thinking about um, the times that we're in. And they are, I think, if you really examine it and you read Scripture, it, times are evil right now. And uh, I think we long for... Uh, Spirit-filled preaching, which I hear even today, and I, I think we long for the Spirit of God to work in our day. And uh, I hear, it, I hear it in my brother John Wilson. I hear it in a lot of Christians, a longing for the Spirit of God that we cry out like Elisha. We long for a double portion of Elijah's Spirit, and yet I love how some men come up here and they just magnify. The victory we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. I love hearing that of, of, uh, to march forward and take the land. And I, I love that because Christ has done everything for us and that we don't need like a double portion of Elijah's spirit. We have the Holy Spirit, that very spirit that raised Christ from the dead yes. dwells in us. Yeah. And I, I just want to ask the Lord, uh, for his Holy Spirit to shake this place, to shake us in our hearts, and that we would magnify Jesus as the one way to the Heavenly Father, that Jesus is the life that every man needs, and he is the truth, that all the truth is in him. Like my one brother said, he is our righteousness, our wisdom, and our sanctification. And so will we pray for that. Father in heaven, I thank you that we did not choose you, but you chose us to go and bear fruit to your glory. And I just ask that we would see that cursed is the man who trusts a man and makes flesh his strength. That, Lord, we need motivation, but it's not from us trying to motivate our flesh, but it is our hearts receiving your kingdom and your grace to serve you acceptably in this generation and to tell the next generation your love and your mercy. And I just ask that you would pour out your Holy Spirit upon us.
and make us your witnesses as, Eli- as Isaiah the prophet spoke of, to witnesses to tell of your grace to a world that so needs you. And please help us. Many of us in this congregation have love for people of other cultures, and Lord, you are Lord of them all. And we just ask that you would help us, fill us by your Holy Spirit with your love to reach the nations. I just ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Father God, we uh, we come before you now as people who are uh, redeemed by the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, because of his work and our trusting in him by the work of your Spirit, Lord, we can truly say that you are our Father. Yes. God, this is not true of many who repeat this portion of Scripture. And God, I pray that you'd impress that truth upon our hearts, Lord, uh, what it does mean that you are our Father. We can truly pray this prayer, our Father. God, I pray right now for this assembly and any bitterness that may be harbored amongst people here towards one another. Lord, I pray that we would forgive one another. Father, we ask for forgiveness and Lord, our our forgiving one another really can hinder our relationship and our fellowship with you. So God, I just pray right now uh, for anything that's going on in here, Lord, that you would do a work in the hearts of of these Christians, Lord, in the, in the midst of this body. And Lord, you would lead reconciliation, Father. Not bitterness, not anger, uh, not a not a feeling of justified hatred, but Father, forgiveness, because we're people who have been forgiven so much more. Yes. Lord, we deserve your wrath. We deserve your your judgment. And you place that all on Jesus Christ, Lord. And pray, God, that we would uh, we would truly understand and be sanctified by the truth that that all speaks to us. So, Lord, we just thank you once again and pray that you'd be doing a work in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. You know our hearts. You know the words we're going to say before we say them. We're so grateful for that. As uh, we're reminded by our brother Jimmy this morning, you... You do all things well. You're, we can trust in who you are. You have us right where we need to be, Father. We do confess that it's so much about our name and our pleasure and our kingdom and our will, and it's not about your name and your kingdom and your will. We acknowledge that. All of us do. It is our struggle uh, under the sun. We praise you for the victory in Jesus Christ that we that we share that new life in Christ that we share. And uh, pray for Jason, encourage him, comfort him. We praise you for the way you uh, allowed him to meet Sharon and to bring him here this morning and the life that is being rekindled in him, Father. So uh, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, uh, sitting here this morning and listening to some of the men make mention of uh, great earthly sacrifices made on Memorial Day and how yours was superior. Another thing struck me to praise you for that is even higher. We've, Lord, we've seen men, and we can maybe imagine ourselves willing to give our lives for others. Um, what is it like for you to say, no, I will premeditate 
I will plan to give the life of my son. That's beyond any kind of heroism we could think of, any kind of love we could think of. Lord, how wonderful you are. You you gave so much to it so we could call you Father. You bought for yourself a people without number, Father. Um, you are truly wonderful to sit and behold for eternity that you were going to give your own son and you were going to bring people like us in and treat us like firstborn sons, Father, when you've given your holy son. You always knew you were going to do this, Lord. Um, just to set that alongside Jesus' willingness to sacrifice himself and you willing to give your own perfect son. Your kingdom come, Lord. That is just unthinkably great. We praise your name for it. In Jesus' name, he is our way, the only way. Heavenly Father, we, we praise you. We thank you, Lord, for this wonderful privilege of prayer, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that it's indeed a great privilege to call you above Father. And Lord, pray to you, Lord God, knowing that the one who created the universe, the one who is the Holy Almighty, the one who is magnificent, the one who is the greatest, you, O oh Lord, listen to us. You keenly listen to each and every word and every thought that we struggle with, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this wonderful privilege of prayer that we that is made possible, Lord, through your Son, Jesus Christ. We have an access to you, Lord. How wonderful it is. How wonderful it is, Lord, that we, that we do not need to go through any rituals or to go through any other human ways. But Lord, you have done everything for us. We praise you. We thank you, Lord. Even, Lord, we don't need to deal with the evil one. We just need to trust and depend on you. We just need to, Lord, depend on you, Lord, to deliver us from the evil one. We just need to ask you, Lord, for the protection. We thank you, Lord. We pray to you, Lord, that help us, protect us from the daily temptations, Lord. We pray to you, Lord, that we will be enjoying every moment of this life you have given to us under the shadow of your wings. How beautiful it is to just trust you and live every day knowing that our Lord takes care of everything. Lord, increase our faith every moment, Lord God. Lord, help us, protect us, and Lord God, bless us, Lord, that we may be in turn a blessing to many. In the most precious name of our Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege that you give us 
to come before your throne of grace, knowing that your own precious Son paid the price for our sins. He allowed His own blood to be poured out to cover our sins. And we have, have your promises that our sins are forgiven and that we're going to be with you in glory to spend eternity with, with you and to, to be in your presence. And Lord, we just have many burdens on our heart for our country, Father, that is in bad shape. Lord, there's so many of our churches have slipped aside, Lord, slipped away from preaching Your Word and teaching Your Word. And we just ask, Lord, for that You would reach down and bring revival in our churches, in our nation, to Your people, Father. And allow us again to truly know You and, and to worship You. Lord, just be with us this day. In Jesus' name I ask. Lord, I want to thank You for the unity of Your people. Lord, I often think about believers in other parts of the world, Lord, whom I will never meet, Lord. I remember seeing at one time a, a picture of a gathering of Chinese believers, Lord, and it put a smile on my face to think that, Lord, though, though I will never see these people in my life, Lord, that I will get to spend eternity with them, Lord. I have a family that I will spend eternity with. I have a God that we will all spend eternity with in perfect unity, Lord. So many things divide us in this world, Lord. I think of all the things, Lord, that might even separate us here, Lord, if it were not for You. Lord, You bring us together. We're so different. We're so weak and broken, Lord. But You bind us together with Your power, Lord, with Your Holy Spirit. God, I thank You for the people You've brought back to CBC, brought to CBC for the first time, sent out from CBC, Lord, to show us just a little bit, Lord, of the way you advance your kingdom, Lord. We are a universal church, Lord. We are the bride of Christ. I thank you, Lord, that you do not, you do not call us, Lord, into some sort of lonely thing, Lord, but you've called a people for yourself. In the name of your son, I pray. Gracious Lord, I thank you that we serve the God whose name is above all names. Think about Psalm 136, which stands as a testament to all you have done. You've provided for us. You have put everything in its place from the biggest mountain to the smallest ant. You, they are there because you have said so. I mean, think about all through history. When you made a people for yourself, you took care of them. You brought down mighty nations before them as a testament of your name and your power. No other God is like you. We thank you for your provision, for bringing us together here as a body 
for so many years, recovering our sin, which is so great, but your blood was so much more valuable. We ask to be a part of your plan in the coming years, that we would not be put on the sidelines. We want to be in the front. We want to be a light to everybody around us, both by ourselves and as a body here. Lord, you've promised we are your workmanship, God. Pray that even if it's not easy, we pray that your work would be great in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father God, you declared through your Apostle Paul that you determined before the foundation of the world those who would be among your elect. We appealed to you as you sit out, sit at the throne of grace, granting forgiveness, granting salvation, granting eternal life, secured through the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. His shed blood for the covering of our sins. We don't know, Father, who these elect are if they have not proclaimed that they are one of yours. It is for that reason we continue to pray, Father, for the lost people who may be aware of their sins but do not know enough to confess them because they are really not ashamed of their sins and they truly don't recognize their need for a Savior. So we'll continue to appeal to you, Father, to send your Holy Spirit to indwell these people by name that we continue to pray for. And Father, there are many more of those of us here in Community Bible Chapel who pray continually for the salvation of their friends and relatives. We thank you for listening, but we also thank you for operating in your perfect timing. We will rejoice when any of these people come to believe, which we also acknowledge, Father, is your work in them. So, Father, we will continue to pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Heavenly Father, we need you. You are our God, our King. You are worthy of all our worship. Help us by your grace to know you and love you so deeply and dearly that the things of this world would fade away and grow strangely dim. Father, we want to worship you and you alone. We don't want to be forged by the culture. We want to be one with you. Bind our hearts to yours and place your truth deep within us. We not only want to know you and your word, Lord, we want to have the desire to forsake sin and follow you and your word. Enable us to worship you in truth and in spirit. We need your power, your grace, and your love so that no matter what life brings our way, we can respond to each situation, each person, each trial, the way you would respond, all for your glory. We don't want to respond merely outwardly, but rather from within, from the river of the living water. We want to be so close to you, Jesus, that your spirit flows through from us 
in all we do and say. May we find all our joy in you. No matter where we are, what we are doing, what scripture we are reading, what song we are singing, we want our minds and energies, our heart focused on you, not on us and our, or or our circumstances. We want you and you alone. No matter we succeed or fail, no matter we win or lose, no matter we are rich or poor, no matter I'm, no matter we are included or excluded, no matter we are known or forgotten, may we be content, knowing that we are yours and you are ours. May our chief aim to be is to be to love you and be loved by you, to please you and serve you. Help us to see our sin, mourn it, and forsake it by your grace. Help us to hunger and thirst after righteousness. Lord Jesus, grant us your grace, your mercy, and your loving kindness to enable us to see you, know you, and love you. Thank you that your word tells us, if we ask anything in your name and according to your will, that you will do it. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, thank you for making relationship with you possible. Thank you that um, you are the one who gives us the story of the prodigal son, that you are the good father who seeks and saves the lost, who looks for your lost sheep. Thank you that you um, don't call yourself boss and us uh, workers or employees, but you call us sons and daughters and that you want a relationship. Hallowed be your name. Oh God, may your kingdom come and your will be done here on earth. May we um, really experience eternal life, which is to know you, the one true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I pray that you would cause us and help us and encourage us and remind us to abide in you and to find our strength um, through this abiding relationship with you, I pray that you protect us from um, trying to follow rules, trying to approach you as, as a manual or a law, but instead that we would keep coming to you as a father. Give us our daily bread. Give us what we need, Lord, to, um, to continue to minister, to continue to persevere in hope. I pray God, that your kingdom would come. Um, and then it looks like uh, us persevering well in the midst of persecution, um, loving widows and orphans and those in distress, forsaking the things of the world. I pray for this, Lord. Thank you for your care for us. Thank you for your patience with us, that you are tender and you are gentle and compassionate as a good father. Amen. We've just spent about half an hour in the throne room of Almighty God. And He calls us to do that anytime we want to. The veil is removed. There is no barrier between you and the Most High God. He calls you. He says, come into my presence and talk to me. Beloved, I, the last few weeks for me have been a transformation in the realm of prayer. And I, I ask you would pray that that would stick. And I ask my Father 
we ask our Father that He would teach us what a gift this is. And that we, what we've done here together, we would duplicate day by day in our homes, in our bedrooms, with our spouses, with our friends, with our ministry groups. And we would do it together when we come. And it would not be something that God has to kind of pry it out of us. It would be something that we just delight to do because we recognize what an amazing gift this is. And we, and we submit everything. We submit every need that we have to His agenda, to His purposes, because they're eternal purposes. And everything that God is at work to do in and through us that he is, whom He has redeemed is going to last forever. We have a lot to talk to Him about. We have a lot to talk to our Father about. Our Father, our Heavenly Father, teach us to delight in coming to You and talking to You. Our relationship with You is our life. To behold You and to hear from You through Your Word by the power of Your Spirit. To talk to You in prayer by the power of Your Spirit is our lifeline. That glorious communication is miraculously filled up and magnified by the Holy Spirit whom You have made to dwell within us and You are jealous for Him. Father, how can we set aside so perfect a privilege, so magnificent a blessing? Humble us, Father, to know how great a love You have bestowed on us that we should be called the children of the Most High God. When we pray behind closed doors at home, when we pray as we come together, when we pray with our hands on the sick and the hurting and the struggling and the lost, teach us, Father, and remind us and then teach us again to pray this way. The way that our, our Savior and Master instructed us to pray. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Teach us to pray that You may be glorified in us. We ask this in the name of our incomparable Savior, Master, Shepherd, and King, Jesus. Amen.